Are you ready for a fright? Can you handle a scare? This is your home for all things horror. Welcome to the Deadline Podcast with your host, Jay. What is up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Deadline. Um, before we actually get into this, just a couple of things. Um, on the show today, we have Meschino that's gonna that's on, and as well as each month, I I pick a narrator of the month, and Meschino is also going to be our narrator of the month for Deadline podcast as well. Uh, make sure you stay towards the end of the show. Uh, we actually have a huge announcement. At least it's big to us. Oh no, it's big. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's big. It, Trust me, it's big. It's it's a big catch for the podcast. I think. Why are you selling us short? <laughs> it's big. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, it's not PewDiePie, so it's not that big. But um, <sighs> that'd be great. Yeah, that would be cool. Subscribe be to PewDiePie. Really funny. But, <laughs> just like. <laughs> Like, all right, welcome back to episode 458 yeah. of Deadline Podcast. We got PewDiePie. <laughs> Finally. Finally. But uh, make sure you stay to the end of the show. Uh, we'll be announcing that. Um, so let's get straight into this. Uh, we've got Meschino in here with us today. How are you doing, bro? Hello. I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Terrible, but I'm here. Ah, good. Uh, to be honest, I'm glad you were honest with me. Because I'm also doing terrible, but you know, I just want to put on you the brake face. You can be face. terrible but as long as you're here. Yeah, man. You know, as you know. Yeah, no, I, I start out strong, but you know, as long as we're not fast. killing you, while at for you being here, like no, no, as long no as you're problem. here and you're not killing yourself by being here, then it's fine. Let me just uh, take one of these magic pills that make me feel better, and uh, we'll be good to go. <laughs> so and how... now he's a tree. <laughs> <sighs> and now everything feels like pudding on my skin. Nice. <laughs> So how's uh, the weather at, guys, where you are at right now? Um, well, at 5 o'clock this morning, it was, like, storming. And then it just was kind of gray and chilly all day. But, eh, I mean, not bad. Probably get worse. 7 this morning, it was ice raining. And then as I went into work, around 9 or 10 o'clock, it started <laughs> accumulating. And I had to go outside to push carts because, you know, fuck my job. Uh, I'm a produce associate. I don't push carts. So that's why I'm so mad about it. Um, and then after that, it started getting really bad. Like I was—I almost slipped and like cracked my head open like six times while out there. And then by the time I left, because I left early at like 12, um, it was slushy and gross. And there was about four accidents on the way home. Well, at least you have, you have the chance of snow because where I'm at, there's really no such thing as snow. Uh, we have black ice. It's fine when it's snow, but if it's it's ice and then it's a lot of snow and then more ice on top of it, then fuck that, dude. That's terrible. I wish I never had it. Yeah. 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 It doesn't snow per se around here either, but it's still. I just I hate the cold like in general. So now, anytime that is not spring or summer. That's what I was about to say. Early fall. I mean, I could deal without the summer part, but the spring and fall are the best. That's when you'll catch me outside more than anything, though. It was, uh, what is it, like, uh, right, right after, right after, uh, around, like, the, the, the end of October, like, right as November's kind of kicking off, yeah, is when it kind of gets to that point where it's, it's nice enough to wear a good pair of jeans and a shirt. And you can take a jacket with you like early in the morning, but after that you don't need one. Like I wish I had that weather. Yeah, I mean it doesn't last too long here, but it's. I say that's probably the. The 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 perfect uh, weather for me, is when it's just warm enough outside, like during the middle of the day when you're actually doing stuff outside. Describe your perfect Sunday. <laughs> perfect Sunday. Uh, well, if I have to spend it outside, then uh, it's on a beach somewhere. And it's nice and sunny. And I have a drink in hand. 
I love how as soon as I start a podcast, everybody's messaging me. So it's so good. Hey, I heard you're busy right now, but uh, can you uh, do me a favor and do a two-hour drive for me? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like everybody on my Steam page, <laughs> and then everybody on Discord. <laughs> hey, bro, you want to play some Rising Storm too? <laughs> Why that specifically? Because <laughs> that's what I've been playing recently. Oh no, I've been playing Depth. Depth. Uh, is it is. It is. I haven't played <laughs> it in a while. But uh, really, if you ever want to play that game, I had. You know, we have like a whole little group. Sweet, because so. it was it's mainly just been me and uh. I still uh, play it by myself, but I don't think I can do it by myself. Uh, in terms of like as a diver, because you feel like. No, it's just the fact that I get angry at the other guys not not trying to help out. They're like, oh, look at that treasure. I'm just going to go over here while these sharks are I'll send you in. a clip later of a stream that I did, like, last night or the day before, where uh, my friend was the only person saving me. All I heard when I kept getting grabbed by every shark was once, uh, one pair of guns. That was it. There's nothing else. All the other people were just sitting in the corner, like, twiddling their thumbs. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, so where did you come up with your name? Um, I always kind of like mask and stuff, so I kind of wanted to incorporate that in my name somehow. Uh, to be honest, I thought it just was a, a new take on on mask. Uh, I I didn't think I actually meant anything. Uh, so but it turns out it's like a name from the Philippines or something, like a last name. Okay. So. It's got a ring to it. Yeah, but the so what about thing Spooky would... Daddy though? Like I want to. Oh, that. Oh, that's that's uh, that's just because that's funny. Uh, yeah. every, every, so not one person has called you Spooky Daddy, and you're like, well, that's what I am now. I mean, not publicly now. <laughs> <laughs> that would. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 no, I... <laughs> this is a joke because. For some reason, everyone who uh, knows me for a while just says that I'm like a dad. So I just was like, "All right, fuck it. If I'm gonna be dad. I'll uh, I'll be spooky daddy." I am dad. Some sort of yeah, some sort of dad joke. Now I was looking through your channel, and um, how long have you? When did you start your channel, though? Because I know you do gaming as well. Because it looks like your first video you uploaded was about a year ago, so. Yeah, I uh, I started out, I wanted to talk about games and stuff. Uh, especially some of the stuff that was, like, on its way out. Yeah. Like, uh, there was one game, Dead Matter, that was coming out that was uh, looked pretty interesting. It's one of those survival horror ones, but it started out as a mod for Crisis 2, I think. Didn't even know they did that. Yeah, it was it was it started out as a modest for a game, and it wasn't great. But uh, the developers kind of like broke off and started their own studio, and now they they've kind of got a funded game going and all that. Uh, I was following along with it for a while, uh, but if you look into it, there's there's some some more drama and stuff that uh, unfolded with it. So it kind of I think right now it's it's still on track, but in terms of the personalities behind it, it's not been fantastic so uh, and there was that and I just didn't have the time to uh, constantly be on top of everything to like make the video and put it out in time and still be able to work uh, so I kind of I guess got a little discouraged from it okay. so I ended up just kind of stopping for the longest time uh, but actually before that I did I did do a lot of, a lot of voice work for people so it's not a lot of it's not on my channel. There's like a few things that I thought were just silly and I just uploaded, but uh, a lot of people were asking me to read fan fictions or, or monologues from scenes or something. Just silly, stupid stuff. So I read it for them. Uh, like I said, I uploaded that and there's a few other channels that have my stuff on there. Uh, and then I ended up kind of... I always kind of, when I was younger like the horror narration community but I never felt like it was for me uh, and then I met up with a certain someone who was in there and uh, they told me there's like you know just you know give it a shot you got a good voice for it so uh, that was a near start of this year so here we are now uh, and it's been 
it's actually been really enjoyable. I, I like I liked it a lot more than I thought it would. I thought I uh I thought it might be like the game thing where I wouldn't have time for it and I just get it kind of bored, but Right. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm I'm more able to stick with this. This piques my interest more. Uh but also the community itself is just Yeah, that was awesome. that was actually my next point it's was a bet, uh, it's yeah, it's way better. Like instantly <laughs> it was just people opening up to me. Uh before uh, when I was doing gaming and streaming and stuff, there was, there was a lot of people who wanted to help out and were nice and all, but you know it wasn't as open. It, it felt like it doesn't uh, feel connected. It like yeah, it when the horror community itself feels like a family as, but with the gaming community, it feels like eh, I'm just posting games and they're cool with that. I felt like when I wanted to do like a co-stream or someone with something or with someone, it felt more like I had to be a little more professional, almost like a business with them. Yeah, like They're you like, had to impress people rather than yeah, just I had to, Yeah, I had to do yeah. something to catch their attention and, and sell myself as a brand and not as a person to interact with, and I didn't like that at all. Which is funny, because uh, it's just you're screaming at a game. Like, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so. <laughs> It's like, hey, you scream at a game, I scream at a game, let's just scream at each other when we play a game. Let's do that, and that's how you go out. <laughs> now, uh, so, be, yeah. so do you, so what kind of stories when you narrate what do you usually navigate or you know navigate towards though i uh i typically look for stories that i enjoy reading uh like i'll actually read through the the whole thing and and kind of get a feel for it and i might actually read it out loud for myself just to see how it sounds if i like the way it sounds uh then i'll definitely do it uh i say ritual ones are probably a little more fun to do if they're well thought out uh that's pro that's definitely the top tier ones but i also like the i really like it, uh ones that are about experiments and you know secrets. those are good ones yeah yeah like secret society kind of right underground science stuff like that it's kind of a science nerd so the uh pseudoscience behind it if it checks out then yeah i'm, I'm with it now this uh we were talking about this back behind the scenes uh for people that are listening so y'all didn't hear this so uh, starting today, now when we have guests on, we're not going to go full blown out, you know, an hour into um, them being interviewed. We want the, we want our guests to come on, maybe ask them a couple questions, and then just sit back and chill and, you know, relax and shoot the shit with us and talk about whatever topic we have for the day. Uh, so we started that as of today, and it started with Maschino. Um, now our subject for today is true crime. Um, how do you feel about that kind of stuff? Uh, I actually like it a lot. My parents are really big into watching like the, uh, discovery or ID channel, stuff like that. Okay. So I've kind of grown up, uh, on the, uh, sort of murder mystery in a way okay. or true, yeah, true crime kind of stuff. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's a subject that I actually enjoy quite a bit. Well, we, uh, de we definitely have a good one for today. Um, and people that are listening, make sure you stay to the end. Uh, we'll be announcing who the who the secret person is for next week. It's it's a big person, so make sure you stay through all that. Um, so, now, the reason why we decided to have our guests come on and start kind of more of a laid back for everyone is because a lot of the questions these guys are asked are the same questions over and over. But <clears throat> I do have one question for you, though, before we get into our topic. And I'm sure no one's ever asked you this. It's going to throw you for a loop. It's oh, interesting. What's your favorite color? Red. You go. Nah, dude, he had that on lock. He knew it. <laughs> he knew it was going to be the question. He's been asked it before. We're fucked. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man! Oh, how the Always tables are on the other foot! It. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I have to think of a better question next time. All right, so um, yeah, so this really is that <laughs> yeah, I, fuck. <laughs> Try to throw Shit. me through the loop, but look who's really twisted up here. Yeah, that that fucked my head all up right there all right so our topic today is now this dude's got a gigantic 
long-ass name, and I'll get into why in a minute, but his name is Nathaniel Benjamin Levy Barjona. Now, that's not his real name. That's what he, he changed his name once uh, he ended up getting arrested. But anyway, <clears throat> so a little background on this guy. Um, now, for short, I'm just going to call him Bar because I'm not going to say his entire long-ass name through the entire thing. So anyway, I'm just going to call him Bar. Barr was born February the 15th, 1957. He was an American con uh, convicted child molester, suspected serial killer, and a cannibal. In 1964, Barr received an, uh, a Ouija board for his seventh birthday. Using the promise of trying, to, trying the board out, he lured a five-year-old neighbor into his basement. There, he tried to strangle her. Luckily, the girl's, uh, the girl's screams alerted Barr's mother, who ran downstairs and forced him to let her go. Now, years later, 1970, Barr uh, decided to try again. Promising another neighbor, a six-year-old boy, that they could go sledding, Barr lured the child to, to a secluded area. And then he sexually assaulted him. Now keep in mind, this kid, Barr, was young. He was a kid himself. Now he was convicted. What? He. So this story is just drawn out. It goes all the way back. Now this this just shows how fucked up the system is, and it still is today. This dude was arrested multiple times, and they let him go every single time. Even when he was convicted of murder, he was convicted of rape, he was still let go every single time, which just is fucked up. He finally, they finally locked his ass up, and if I remember correctly in the story, it was this last year. But anyway, so back into it. Uh, in 1975, Barr uh, impersonated a police officer, abducted an eight-year-old boy, Richard O'Connor, while he was on his way to school, then proceeded to sexually assault and strangle him. A neighbor, looking out her window, observed in a, the abduction and, noti and notified authorities, who began searching for the boy. I'm sorry, I had to pause for a minute because my I damn my my damn next door neighbor. I swear to God, every time my podcast goes live, this dude mows in the middle of winter time. <laughs> He's mowing his snow, bro. There ain't nothing Howdy, out there. <laughs> He's mowing his trees. Fuck. <laughs> I guess that's better than hearing the... Can I ask one question? Yeah. What the hell is it with you and cannibals? I, dude. I, I remember the... Web... <laughs> you just keep making cannibal stories. <laughs> Do you remember... <laughs> you you remember the uh, website I sent you earlier? Yeah. Dude, that shit is full of it. And that's... Cannibalmatch.com? No, it was well. Remember, you were talking about the Can't TV show. Yeah, remember we were talking about true crime TV. It's yeah. one of those kind of sites. Okay. But anyway, um, let's see. Now I lost my place. All right, a neighbor looking out out of her window observed the abduction and notified authorities, who began searching for a boy, for the boy. Um. A patrol car later observed a car matching that used in the abduction parked far away from others in a parking lot, and after calling for backup, ordered Barr out of the car. O'Connor was found in the car, bloodied, having defecated and urinated on himself from the sexual assault, assault and near to the point of death. Now, fast forward. Years later, after the light sentence, now this dude was arrested, and he was let out of jail three years later. Now, again, this goes back to what I was saying a minute ago, how our system is so fucked up. And it's yeah, not it even, really is. It's not even sure. perfect today. So, <clears throat> now, try. Uh, let's see, years later, after the light sentence, he struck again. Claiming to be a police officer again, he abducted another 
uh, two boys from a, mo a movie theater and telling them they were under arrest. He handcuffed the boys before taking them to a secluded area and molesting them. Trying to silence a potential witness, Barr began strangling one of the children. When he was convinced that the boy was dead, he put the other victim in his trunk and drove away. Now let me stop there for a minute. My resources, which I have in the links down below, I read, I don't know, 20, 25 different websites. Most of them were pretty spot on on this point. Some came across others. Uh, some sites actually said that when he strangled uh, the kid, he actually put his hands around his neck and strangled him. Now, other re uh, sources said that, no, that was false. What he actually did was get up and stick his foot on the kid's neck until he basically passed out. What the fuck? Now, keep <laughs> this in mind while you're listening to this. This guy is over 300 pounds. Oh, my God. So, he's a sumo. All right. Hold on. I'm. He's 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. Now right. this now he's in school. Okay, he, at this point in time he was. Well, now he's in high school now. But I'm trying his, to say like, <clears throat> how how fat were these kids? I don't know about them, but he was. But I'm saying like you could easily get away from a fucking 300 pound man. I agree, but like, uh, but oh like during God. the but during the story though he said he lured them in. So if he got hold of them. I mean, there's if I saw someone who claimed to be a cop and he was 300 pounds, I'd be like, "There's no way. How can you chase criminals? Like, there's no know, way." I don't know. Like, yeah, if he if he got him close enough, all he had to do was he just didn't pass the fucking physical. There's no way. Yeah. He <laughs> He's there for the free donuts. Apparently, yeah. Now, uh, now, luckily, the boy that he strangled or tried to strangle had actually survived the attack and ran to get help. Barr was soon found by the police with other victims still in his trunk. How, okay, whoa, how big was his trunk? <laughs> I don't I, know. I'm thinking like I, I'm thinking like I don't know, just a regular fucking Cadillac-sized car. Well, that's what I'm he thinking put too. The kid in his trunk, but no, that shit's not a trunk. That's a van. Like, <laughs> how many kids did he have? Now, this time Barr was charged with attempted murder and sentenced to 18 to 20 years in prison. Now, keep that. That's it. Now, remember that part. It's going to change. Now, remember that 18 to 20 years is what was given to him. All right. Okay. Now, while in prison, he began meeting with a psychiatrist. After hearing him describe his fantasies, which revolved around murdering, uh, dissecting, and eventually eating children, the psychiatrist recommended that he be Ugh. moved to a mental hospital. <clears throat> so what, he pleaded insanity or something? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake, that's so stupid. That's such a cop-out. Now, I'll have to go that. back, and I'll do it in, in a little while, but now his name, he changed his name because he wanted to see what it would be like to be prosecuted as a Jew. What? Okay. What? <laughs> he Plot eats children, twist. he's a 300-pound fake cop, and he wants to see what it's like to be prosecuted as a Jew. <laughs> yep. What? That's why he changed his name to Jewish name. Oh my god, it's so You can't stupid. arrest me, Goyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> but Joke's yeah. on you, I have insurance. Yeah, so his original name, like I said, I'll go back and look in a minute. Uh, his original name, though, was just a regular name that you would hear today. But he just switched it to that long-ass freaking name because he wanted to see what it would be like to be prosecuted as a Jew. Now, when he switched his name, he switched it at this time when he actually got sentenced 18 to 20 years. All right. Yeah, I know. It's fucked up. I, I, I have to put some laughter in here somewhere because it's going to get worse. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just trying to hold back on the jokes right now at this point. Because I know it's going to get worse. That's yeah. so dumb. So... Ooh, truly sigh. shows how fucked up in the head he is. Like, <laughs> uh, wait until you hear the end. It's really fucked up. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. All right. 1991. A judge sided with the or psychiatric evaluations that had somehow found him 
not to be da a dangerous threat. How the fuck did they not find that he was a, he was what? dangerous? Yeah. No, it's just a fat guy. He can't be that dangerous. He's a danger to himself already. No. <laughs> he has heart now, attacks. Do you remember seconds. a paragraph ago I said that he was sentenced? The eight to eight, 20 years. Oh, 18, sorry. 18 to 20 years. The judge agreed to release Barr on probation if he moved to Montana. No, to, he should have got fucking murdered. Like, what? No. To move to Montana to live with his mother. Thought it was recommended that he seek psychiatric help. After okay, being, wait, when was this? What time period is this? This is early 90s. That's it? Yep, 91. This, this like went 1800s? from... Like, no. This no. is from the... When he started... Oh, sorry, his car. Forgot. Yeah, well, this started whenever it was in the 70s when he was a little kid. What the fuck? What is wrong with... Okay, what state did this happen in? Uh, it started in Montana. If that's no, 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 no. Uh, Montana is when he moved just now. He lived in Massachusetts. Okay, all right. But um, now... Um, Another Boston massacre. Now, keep this in mind. All right, so at that time, after he was released, he ended up moving to Montana to be with his mom. All right, so <clears throat> shortly, shortly after after the arrest, um, after he was released, Bars was spotted, spotted a seven-year-old boy sitting in a parked car. He forced his way into the car and tried to smother the boy by sitting on top of him. What the fuck? <laughs> Luckily, Barr was stopped by the, the boy's mother and quickly arrested. After the arrest, no one in from the Massachusetts court followed up with the probation officer in Montana, to which Barr, yeah, which to which Barr had quickly fled. This allowed him to blend into the local community. This is when he had a cha he changed his name from David Brown to Nathaniel Benjamin Levy Barjona, claiming to be Jewish, and that was the reason for the change. So the actual reason is he wanted to see what it'd be like to be prosecuted as a Jew. Right, he did mm -hmm. that, but then later on, later on in the story, um, he, then he starts saying that yeah, I found out that I'm Jewish or whatever. And his mom's like, "Bitch, you you uh, you ain't Jewish." What? <laughs> but I'm sure you're Christian. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um. Now, years later, 1996, ten-year-old Zachary Ramsey disappeared on his way to school. <sighs> I told you. It's T just. It's like. It's. It's, Is there going to be a point where they realize, like, maybe we shouldn't have let him go? I'll just wait. How dumb are these people not to check the backgrounds? I get fucking drug tested and my background checked to work at a fucking grocery store. Yet he smothers a kid with his fat fucking ass and doesn't get a background check. <laughs> are you well, serious? That's well, hey, so stupid. At least he's not doing marijuana. <laughs> That's what's another fucking thing. I've seen people on the news. Oh, uh, fucking five years in prison for stabbing 18 children. Oh, 25 to life for having a dime bag of weed. Fucking. Yeah, <laughs> Told you the system's oh. fucked up. It's so stupid. You smoke with the devil's lettuce? How dare you? <laughs> yeah. You can stab 18 kids, though. As long oh, yeah, as it's not while you're on the devil's lettuce. We can, we can grow more kids, but if you grow more marijuana, you're going to jail. <laughs> we can grow <laughs> it, it's a fucking story <laughs> now Zachary's parents filed a missing persons report with few leads the case ended up going cold now witnesses did say what? they remember seeing Zachary that morning walking through an alleyway near the block of, near the 400 block of 4th street north Ramsey was wearing a blue denim jacket and green with green bleh, with green sleeves, a blue football jersey with his last name imprinted on the back with gold letters, blue jeans and a black high top sneakers. And this, this is Zachary or is this? Yeah, no, no, this is still Zachary. I was thinking this was the three hundred pound guy. I'm like, wow, no, he no, sounds no. like a fucking circus balloon. No, no, this is Zachary. On his the last time you've seen was okay. So, 
there was no way to write for me to write this into the script. It was they showed a picture of the alleyway, and on each side of the alley was apartment complexes. And Zachary would, uh, I guess, go through his door, like cut through, cut through the alleyway, and go out to the main road. Well. <clears throat> That alleyway is where everyone throws their trash cans out back so the trash truck or garbage truck can come through the alley and pick them up. Now, at this time, well, let me get back into this. Uh, now, witnesses said that they saw an off-white four-door car nearly run him over. Another witness reported seeing Ramsey standing in the alleyway and that it, he appeared to be waiting for somebody. Yet another witness who lived near the end of the alleyway uh, reported seeing Ramsey distressed with a um, with an obese adult male, following him a few feet behind, about 7:45 a.m. A witness reported seeing Barr standing beside a dumpster in the alleyway at 7:15 a.m. while taking out the trash. He was wearing a navy blue police-like jacket. The same witness also reported seeing Ramsey enter the alleyway later that later, and that Barr was still standing beside the dumpster. Somewhere between the alleyway cuts into 6th Street and comes out as 7th Street, Ramsey disappeared. He has never seen or heard from since. So there is, in between those two points, something happened. He, Yeah, but the thing is, the police searched the entire grounds. Top to bottom... Upside well, down. Well, you said there was like a white car. Right. So. keep Remember that white car because it's going right. to come up again later on. Uh, but there was no trace of this kid. There was no blood spill. There was no clothing. No nothing. No. They didn't find any DNA of any kind. So they shoved him in the. He just shoved him in the car and drove off. Mm-hmm. Even I don't know that. I, well, it makes the most sense. If there's no DNA laying around, that means that they he probably find, had gloves and he shoved them in the car. They didn't even find a speck of hair that belonged to him. So, I mean, if he's 300 pounds and this is a kid, he could probably easily just throw him in the car without yeah. any type of tussle. Now, years later, the FBI found a notebook with coded writing. After months of effort, the writing was decoded. In the notebooks, Bard described torturing and eating children. There was also uh, recipes involving children's body parts. Now, the Ramsey special. Now, one thing. <laughs> now, one thing. None of these articles mentioned. Okay, none of the articles. All my research that I looked into this. No one mentioned this. I put this little part together after re reading everything. So you did your own little investigation. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. Let's hear it. Let's see what you got. Let's so <clears throat> get now, you on BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yeah. Um, so if you start from the very beginning when he first did it, and it didn't specifically say how old he really was, but this kid was stupid young. He wasn't even a, a teen at the time when he first started doing this kind of shit. But if you look at all the stories and you set them out in the front of you, you will notice that all his victims that he picks all the way up until he hits the age of 40 are usually a couple years younger than him. They're never older than him. They're never like 10 years older or 5 years older. They're always a year to two years younger. I don't know why. I, I don't know what, you know, no one mentioned this. I just noticed that there was um, something weird about that part. I don't know if he, if that number he fixated on or what it was. But how would he even know that? I don't Dude. know. Because with that last kid, it was just a kid he. Exactly. He saw. Like, yeah. that was it. Exactly. And with the kid that he smothered. Yep. Or tried to smother. That was just a kid in the yep. car. He was and walking if that would have been him, it was like... Yeah, it's, a, it's a pretty interesting pattern. It would honestly suggest uh, more than likely there's some sort of level <laughs> of stalking and picking out victims beforehand. See, that's why that part where it 
you know, it talks about him going, or he, he was basically walking, and he sees a, ki a random kid in the car. And then he decides to smother him with his ass. <laughs> I know, it's so fucked up. I don't yeah. <laughs> We should laugh, but we are. No, if I don't laugh, I'm gonna be. This is gonna fuck me up later. Oh yeah, no, no, for sure. I want to brush his teeth with a revolver too, but I mean, still. When you say smother someone with the ass, it's it's a little comedic. Pretty funny. I love the butt jokes. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting there, just like, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> All right. So. Now, in the articles, they never mentioned that that particular one, for instance, about the car. Uh, they never mentioned that they there was nothing to suspect that he had originally, you know, did his homework on these kids or whatever. I speculated that because something was just weird that all these people were no more than a couple years younger than him. Never older than him, never the same age as him, never 10 years younger, or so on and so forth. Do you think it could be purely coincidental? The chance of, the, of that? I mean, it, How many people possible. has he done this to? <laughs> a lot, right? Yeah. Dude, this... Or maybe he just sees, like, a specific type of, like, facial features, assumes that they're that age, uh, and then goes I... after them. Because if it's not coincidental, there has to be... Exactly, and that goes back to what I was saying. No one mentions this, and after doing all the research I did on this guy, no one, not one person, I was the only one that speculated this. Now, this dude is n notorious for a lot of this. This podcast is only an hour long. If we were to cover every single person, it'd be a good two, two and a half hours long. I just picked out I'll, the ones I did or the ones that... I wouldn't really say matched each other, but they were probably by far the most, out of all of them, the gruesome ones, if you want to say that word. But um, now here's now we're gonna we're about to get into the fucked up part in a second. Um, oh, this wasn't the fucked. Okay. No, 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 it's gonna get worse. <clears throat> Man, you always save the worst for last. And it has nothing to do it's with kids. It has nothing to do with victims in general. So, but, um, now let me find my spot. Um, now, remember that book I was telling you about that he had coded writing and FBI it took him forever actually to decode it. And inside the journal, he had recipes and everything. <clears throat> and I, I'm not making this shit up. I wish I was. And if you don't believe me, you can look this shit up. It's so easy to Google it. The Ramsey special exists. Yes, but it was named something other. Than oh, that. you're but fucking kidding me. <laughs> he had recipes in there. Um, now, don't quote me on this. And if you're sensitive to this, please skip this part. You're shitting my balls right now, dude. Uh, but he had some. I'm not going to go into all of them. I'm just going to say like maybe one or two because some of the recipes were just disturbing but he had something like little boy pie or meat pie um ramsey uh something special or some shit like that and some of them had nothing to do with it it's just now <clears throat> he never he never ever once did he say he was a cannibal but this is where it's going to start getting a little nasty <clears throat> To a certain extent, it, there's no. It's not going to go into detail, so I don't want to scare you off. Now, in some of the cases that he was originally uh, accused of, uh, the statute of limitations had expired, so therefore uh, Barr could not be charged with the crime. So, a woman. So this recent one, okay, and when I say recent, in the last few years. Uh, when he was arrested for the for the very last time, um, a woman came forward and said, "Hey, he abducted and tried to sexually assault me." And this was back early '80s, late '70s. And the judge was like, "I'm sorry, the statute of limitation is 
way over, and he can't be tried for that crime now. <clears throat> Fuck off. Jesus. So stupid. Now, um, Barr was arrested again in 1999, initially for impersonating a police officer. Oh, after, like that. Like for the fucking fifth time? After searching his home and finding, among other things, many pictures of kids cut out of magazines and a bone that was identified as belonging to an unknown young male. Montana police charged Barr with kidnapping and sexual assault, as well as the kidnapping and sexual assault of three other boys. In other... Well, I've already told you about that part, but I'll read it anyways. In other cases, uh, David Paul, which is... That's his original name. The statute of limitations had expired, and Barr could not be charged with any of the later crimes. Barr was sentenced to 130 years in prison. Fucking finally. He maintained his innocence up until his death. Now, <clears throat> this has nothing to do with it. It just it it kills me when judges say, Alright, you're getting two hundred and forty years in prison. It why not just say life? It just Yeah, it doesn't stupid. matter. He's not gonna live hundred and thirty yeah. years. I'm surprised he lived to the age he did. Now he Wait. died of um uh, he wasn't electrocuted or anything like that. He just died of natural causes. Now, this guy was like 40 years old. Keep in mind, he was 300 fucking yeah, something Yeah, no, he, pr he probably died because of his fucking diet. Now, listen to this. Montana authorities were unaware of Barr's criminal record in Massachusetts. A fact that was cited by activists campaigning for the force former sex offenders to register. In December 2004, the Montana Supreme Court turned down Barr's appeal and upheld his conviction and 130-year prison sentence. I don't feel like that's good enough. That, that's, a, yeah. that's, that's not good enough. He gets put in prison, but I want him to get the shit beat out of him every day for at least six hours. Yeah. Like, that's not good enough, because he's just going to sit in there like, oh, fucked a bunch of kids. There you go. Yep. I got away with it for a very long time, so whatever. Now, after Ramsey's... Now, this is going back to Ramsey. After his disappearance, Barr also began to hold uh, cookouts in which he was reported uh, to serve burgers, spaghetti, chili, meat pies, no, casseroles, no. and the meat likes. Meat pies brings me back to fucking Sweetie Todd. No. Hold on. There was and the likes there. to guests. Now, what Barr would do is have cookouts. Uh, it'd be with family, friends, co-workers, whoever. Just people that he liked being around. Now, none of these people that he hung out with, he never really tried anything. But, just keep that butt part in your head. Not like that either. Anyway. Oh, man, I'm already there. It's whatever. I'm already there. Just keep going. At many of these cookouts, a number of people told Barr that the meat had a, a particular, uh, peculiar taste to it. <clears throat> Barr's response was that he had gone deer hunting and used deer meat in the dishes. However, Barr did not own a rifle or a hunting license, nor had he ever been I'll just deer say hunting. It. I know where you're at, okay? Just fucking. To one woman who to told Barr, now this woman was at the cookout, that she found the taste of the meat to be repulsive. Now this is the fucked up part. Now, I mean, we that's all fucked is. up part. We but know what, he, what it is. What? We know what it is. What? Go it's ahead. fucking Sweeney Todd. He's had fucking people in the meat pies. Well, yeah, but I mean, this next part, the woman that complained. Dina? That's probably Ramsey's mother. No. Who is it? That would be so fucked up. I'm that so would... fucked up. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be fucked Get up. Get us the news. <clears throat> like the fucking South Park chili episode. So, uh, so, this woman, I guess, was a friend or a neighbor. Uh, she complained about the taste of the meat. He replied that he had personally hunted, killed, butchered, and wrapped the meat of the deer. He would later be accused of molesting and killing the woman's son. 
Uh, in Barr's apartment, detectives also found a number of recipes using child's body parts with, um, I'm not going to go into those fucking titles. I'm not even going to go there. Um, okay. But when he made french fries. <laughs> How can you put people in french fries? Wait. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, look. I made them into taters. Okay. Now, when he would make it, it had nothing to do with it. It was actual potatoes, but he called him okay. Fr French Fried Kid instead of French Fries. And um, I'm going to leave some of this out. Okay. Yeah, so he, he, he did this on cookout. Also, hair was found inside a meat grinder in his apartment. When the hair was tested for DNA... It was found to belong to an African-American male, but did not belong to Ramsey. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Now, <clears throat> that's the end of all of that. <sighs> hey, y'all said y'all like true crime. I gave you true crime. That's true crime. Now, I will say this. He died last year. Good fucking riddance. I'm, I'm cool with that. I still don't think that's enough. That definitely no. is not enough. I don't think he suffered. No, I, I, I fucking fully agree. Um, The fucked up part about it, um, besides the story itself being fucked up anyways, is, like I said at the beginning, it just shows how messed up our system is in the U.S. First of all, how in the hell did they never check uh, his background in Massachusetts? That's what I'm saying. Like, how the fuck, as a grocery store associate, get drug tested and have a background check? But this fucking 300-pound fucking man who is raped and killed and <laughs> eaten kids... Has not even gotten a background check. Yep. Sounds like someone's just being lazy at the records department. They don't care. Well, even when he got arrested, when he moved to Montana originally. That's the thing. He's gotten never arrested yeah. multiple times. Like, he's like, like, never fucking did All right, anything. I'll, I'll tell you this. This guy was arrested more than what I, I, I just read off in my story. Okay. He I was figured that. He was arrested more than I can actually count. Um, it was also noted that <clears throat> besides those those poor kids, he those are the ones that they know of. There are actually way more um, unsolved. They have they had suspicion about it, but they had no probable cause to charge him with it. So. Now, later on, even though he claimed he was innocent, which doesn't make any fucking sense, but whatever. Anyway, later on, he does say, though, that he had victims all over the state of Massachusetts. So, jeez. <sighs> oh, my God. That was... Uh... <laughs> we lost some viewers on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It's some some nasty stuff. Yum. Kids. Yep. Um And that's I mean I don't even know what to say. No, I don't either. Yeah, it I it definitely shows that there needs to be a change. Better, yeah, a yeah, change, a, better a change system in the system, place. yeah. So. But it probably won't be. No, I mean, it's been going on this fucking long, and yeah, we're about to real. hit... This was in the 90s. Well, shit, it started back in the 70s. Late yeah, 70s. it's still the same. The system's still the same. I mean, here it People is. It's almost 2020, and nothing's fucking changed. I think a case that comes to mind where the system is totally fucked is probably the Rodney King case from the late 80s. Yeah. Um... If there is people who are, you know, younger, probably not on this stream. Uh, 
who are in the younger generation or haven't who never heard of it uh rodney king was a man who was ripped out of his car by he was a black man who was ripped out of his car by about four or five police officers and beaten like viciously beaten on camera by these five police there's a video evidence and it was all over the news these cops didn't get charged with anything they were let go without even probation not even a misdemeanor they were let go all because they were cops rodney king never got justice for that so it's it's so fucked up (laughs) there's so many cases of this and see that's just on this particular case that's just scratching the surface of true crime i mean there there are hundreds if not thousands of cases a lot of cold cases which we'll cover on the podcast over time uh it seems like everybody loves true crime stories. So we'll start, you know, bringing this more into the podcast as well. Uh, even though there's tons of true crime podcasts out there, there's tons of them. We just have to make it unique for us. And right. I don't have any problem doing that. I'm pretty good at standing out. But um, I know we have uh, like 10 minutes left, but I was wondering if I can talk about that. Uh, new team monetization thing yeah go for it okay so i have the creator blog pulled up right now uh where this is actually like this is news from youtube themselves this is creator insider they have and this is written by susan and like translated by these people um so there is a new thing i don't think they're going to be implementing it fully just yet uh or how like quick it's actually going to play out for everybody but there's a lot of people out there that i'm that i'm sure are aware that also in the horror community probably very prevalent that channels are getting demonetized with no warning and people's livelihoods are getting shut down because of this and for the longest time this has been happening without any word youtube really hasn't been batting an eye at it but if you go into the youtube creators blog like i said which has been written by written by susan translated by creator insider uh there's going to be a change for and this is for those people i don't personally make money off of youtube hopefully one day i will and this will further solidify that i might be able to at one point so i'm going to read the final paragraph of one of the reports uh one of the latest ones that was written at the end of november um we're also running experiments to help match content that could be considered edgy with advertising that fits their brand. As you know, yellow icons are a signal that only limited advertising can run on a particular video because of its content. We're working to identify advertisers who are interested in edgier content, like a marketeer looking to promote an R-rated movie, so we can match them with creators whose content fits their ads. In its first month, this program resulted in hundreds and thousands of dollars in ads on yellow icon videos. So it's already been tested and they're already implementing it on in beta form on some channels. What this means for people who are getting demonetized is that there might not be a chance. There's still going to be a chance that you can be, but now there is a higher chance that they'll just put an R rated movie on your thing as an ad instead of like, I don't know, a new toy. Or like a McDonald's commercial. Right. Rather which, than that, you'll get something that fits your content. Right. Which makes sense because I've now it's been a minute and I've come across a lot of not narrators in general, but horror community, I will say. And seen an advertisement for, I don't know, a kid's toy or some shit, and I'm like, How the hell does this fit in with horror? But and anyway. I think this makes a lot uh, it makes a lot of sense. Right. I don't think the whole demonetization thing and the algorithm that they already implemented should have been a thing. This should have been how it was the whole time. If they were trying to get – I understand that YouTube is a business and that they need advertisers in order to continue their business. But there's so many people on here that apparently don't have advertiser-friendly content or what they think is advertiser-friendly content. Which is all of us. Right. 
it's not just all of us. There's so many big channels that rely on that. Yet you just ousted them like they haven't been giving you money. Like they haven't been bringing the bucks for you. Like right. they haven't been working all day, every day for this to be their livelihood. Well, what they need to do is instead of worrying about not not saying not worry about us in particular, but I feel like this should already have been implemented. If, well, that's, if that's what their worry right. was, this should there, have been there the first was thing a, they did. a stream they did a few years back where some of the guys who were like in charge of the actual algorithms were like, at this point, we're not even sure how it really works ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> they're no up in sense. the air. Why would it? you put it out the, there then? Yeah, they were like, haha, guys. I mean, it's just such a wild thing. No one really knows. We don't even know. We made it. But we yeah, anymore. like it's while like, you're sitting sitting back in your fucking comfortable office chairs, swiveling around, making all that fucking money, you just destroyed, like, so many people's lives because of this. Now, I don't know if they ever fixed this, but I remember, what, a year or two ago, you were, in no lie, you were able to find fucking actual porn on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I was watching sure. it. <laughs> it wasn't great, but it was there. But that's yeah, the no, kind of shit. Off anime girl moaning. <laughs> Pokemane. Pokemane <laughs> moaning. Um, but yes, I think this is a really good thing to address, especially on a podcast that's set in the horror community, which is hit. I know yeah. there's a lot of channels getting hit with this, but I'm in the horror community, so this is all I really see. Yeah, Slumber, here. which is one as someone who I've known for a while, and he's a, a reason I, could, I can say that I'm successful in making videos now because of him, because of how much he supported me. There is a point when I first met him, where he was demonetized. And this was, he was already monetized. He got demonetized for like a month and a half. That's a month and a half with no revenue. Right. And his channel was fully demonetized and he had no idea. He was freaking out. He was, he was debating on whether or not he should just end it because now he can't survive. That's because of fucking bots. And the auto shit. And that's personal. Like, that's someone we all know. That's someone. Right we like we look up to as a narrator like that we want to work with slumber we love him he's awesome and for something like that to happen for someone so prevalent in the community is like it really sets the tone like this is an issue and there's been many creators that have in the horror big ones in the horror community that have fought for us like corpse husband has met he has now has contact with youtube because of his size um, Mr. Nightmare, you can't even tell because he doesn't talk to social media <laughs> ever. No. Um, he's just he's just a mystery, and we'll leave him to his own devices. He's cool. It's whatever. Um, at his size, he deserves it, I guess. Uh, Rob Dyke, before that whole thing happened, when I actually enjoyed watching him, uh, he fought for us. And uh, PewDiePie, same thing. <laughs> even though he was also he was getting demonetized too. He was the biggest. He was the biggest money pull on the on the platform, and he was getting demonetized. Well, shit! At this point, he could just own fucking YouTube. That yeah, he should be the fucking CEO at this point. I w I wouldn't be surprised in the next five years if he becomes the fucking CEO. Um. But that's that's pretty much all I wanted to say. I just um, I recommend everybody. I'm gonna put I this just this if if you're a creator. I oh, I can't. <laughs> I don't have the option. But uh, if you just type in YouTube creators blog on Google, you'll find this massive blog of all these news articles uh, about what's happening inside YouTube at all times. And you can scroll down and you can find that. And it's, it's all good. So I want to thank uh, Meschino for coming on the show and just sitting back and chilling with us today. Yeah. No problem. I love you. Um, you can oh, find. You. I'm glad you do. You can find all his links down in the down below. So make sure you definitely check out his channel. This guy deserves way more subs oh, yeah. than he has. He's great, and I have to have you on. I know, I know, we've been trying to uh, trying to get something together, but I, I have to have you on my channel at some point. Yeah, I I, I remember there was like an SCP thing, and I, sent it, you I yeah. And I, the only thing was that I had. I had Euclid class dumber, and there was a bunch of people that really wanted him in it so i kind of and he also euclid class dunmer that euclid is a fucking scp class i had to have him oh uh, yeah, i know i understand but and then with the whole somber thing i was planning on having him on as soon as i met him which was like months prior to the original scp thing um so i just had him on because he was so because he only had so much time to do it um 
but it i will do scp stuff in the future even if that's not what we'll do you're the next person. You're the next collab. I'm not person. broken up over it. Like I said, I, I did, I'm just I did saying, voice work before I did the narration, so I'm used to like sending in hours of work and it just go, going to someone and never being used. So that's why I don't. I didn't tell you like yes because I didn't want you to like do something and then it just sits there. Because so I do have a lot of stuff lined up. Okay, so make sure make sure that y'all um y'all y'all heard this. Okay, everyone that's listening. These Is two guys are going to collab together. Yes. So, uh, before we head up out of here, um, special a announcement. big announcement. So, next Sunday, now our runtime is going to be different. Usually, we're live at 4 p.m., but we're having to change it for this particular person. Um, so, instead of 4 p.m., uh, Central Standard Time next Sunday. We're actually going to start the stream at 6 p.m., which will be 7 p.m. Eastern. For and this person specifically. Yeah, it's all for him. So, yep. I mean, we, we, we're we doing this time for him. We, we've got candy for him. Yeah. And um, he goes by the name of Swamp Dweller. He will be on the show next week. We Excited have Excited about that. So, it'll definitely be interesting it's going to be the same thing. Uh, he's actually the reason we have this this new system now uh, with the whole interview kind of thing, like, uh, different. Because he specifically said that he's been interviewed so many times that, uh, and asked the same questions that it kind of just – he he almost didn't want to do it. So right. I, ensure, I, asked, I, I made sure to ask Deadline, like, hey, he kind of just wants to sit back and chill. Uh, do you want to just let him do, do that? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. So I asked him, I told him, and he was down with it. So we have Swamp Dweller on the 8th. Yep. 7 p.m. EST, 6 p.m. CST. So make sure you come on and watch that. It'll definitely be fun. He'll come on. He'll sit back and chill. We'll talk about some spooky shit. And uh, it'll definitely be interesting. It's a, it's a good catch for yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited yeah. about it. Um, yeah, besides that, we offered, we offered him candy. He didn't he, seem too interested. No, he offered us candy instead. Yeah, he, he, he was like, bitch, I got more candy than you. Yeah. And then he, and he gave me candy and I was very happy about it. My butt still hasn't recovered. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and this, this candy tastes a lot like NyQuil PM. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Oh, it's weird. This uh, this cloth tastes like uh, it smells like chloroform. What's going on here? So we'll probably. What are you doing with that strap on? <laughs> God. So we offered to take his candy and then we'll unwrap it and wrap it back and then hand it back to him. So, but um, yeah, we repackaged his candy. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, if that, I don't know if that's legal, but fuck it. It's probably not legal, but <laughs> that's highly illegal. But. As a businessman, I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yes, definitely join us for that. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, is there anything you want to say, Moschino, before we head out? Uh, I had fun with you telling me a story. That was uh, it was interesting. Uh, hey, I asked you I... if you like true crime. No, yeah, no, I liked it. Um, <laughs> I felt. <laughs> I was just wondering, like, where I should have put my input because, to be honest, a lot of it probably wouldn't be uh, YouTube friendly on um, what I had to to say. So, yeah. But like, if we didn't have the, uh, <laughs> I called it the Ramsey special. I'm probably yeah. pushing the boundaries anyway. Yeah, yeah. I was like, mm, I'm with it, but like, I don't know if I, I don't want to be the the guest that ruins the podcast. So I was like, I'm just gonna let him make all the jokes. And I'm gonna laugh at them, but at the inside, I'm like, ooh, this guy. Let me tell you, ooh, I, I'd I'd uh, I'd pull one of them uh, angry mothers and hit him with a flip flop. In the see, nicest way possible. See, I don't, I don't have to worry about doing the jokes. That's, uh, that's what I've got dark for. That's yeah, exactly. the whole, that's the whole reason I'm here. <laughs> yeah, he's the comedian. You're the straight man. I know how, I know how sitcoms work. I, I was in the '90s. I watched see, Family Matters. Yeah, it doesn't mean I can. Ha we can have another comedian. Like we can be the guest comedian. See, like that point when I said that he smothered him with his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, You're not to laugh at that. Yeah, everyone's laughing. No. Like, guys, that's not a joke. Technically, You're not to laugh at that. Yeah. I wrote that. I mean, that part was true, but I wrote it for for dark. 
Did you really? Yes. Because <laughs> I knew. Oh, he knows you so well. Yeah, because what because what the actual what the actual thing says is that Bar uh, sat on him and smothered him, and they just left it at that. So I was like, let me spice this up a little bit, and I'll do this just for Dark because I know he's gonna say something. And that's why I said it the way I did. He smothered him with his ass. I was like, and it, it didn't take long before Dark said something. I knew it wouldn't take long. <laughs> Immediately so, he said it. <laughs> this reminds me of, of like, uh, I'm sure you've seen it around with that picture where it's like, a, it says death row inmate uh, asked for a child for his last meal. And it's like yes. a huge fat guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's an actual thing. That was an actual. That was an actual request. Yeah, and there was. There's asked. one of like a um, thing with an olive with a pit still in it. That's another one. Yep. Yeah. One of my favorite. Some of those people have like. There was one where he's like. He ordered like fried chicken, apple pie, two Dr. Peppers, and all this while watching the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> or something, and they actually let him do it. Yep. I'm like, wait, he could do dinner in a movie? I want to die. If you think about it in prison though, they're taken care of way better than our homeless people are. Oh yeah, no, there's some Which people who will just get arrested. Homeless people will just get arrested just to have a place to sleep. That's right, yeah. officer. I'm pooping in the street. Take me to the jail. That's right, officer. I'm spreading my cheeks on the sidewalk. What do you want? my fucking cheeks dude he gets to get put in the car ha no more street cheating all right uh <laughs> mesquino stay on um guys make sure you join us next sunday definitely for that it'll be a show you definitely want to see and listen oh, yeah. to uh join us thank you for coming on um one thing real quick before we head out i noticed though with my viewers on youtube uh, a lot of the people are coming on but they're not subscribing. By all means, please subscribe. Uh, it means to, not a lot to just me, but also um, Dark as well. Oh uh, yeah, 100%. So make sure you subscribe. Not and, only subscribe, but make sure to hit that bell and like the video to let us know that what we're talking about is what you like to hear. Right. Give us suggestions. If there's know. something you want to hear about or, lis or listen to, tell us in the comments. Same thing if you're listening on any of the other places, let us know. All right, guys, we are out. Join us next Sunday. Until the next one. I love you. Bye. Stay spooky. I love you.